Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sage Advice Radio. I'm your host, Brandon Hauser, the dream teacher, clinical hypnotherapist, and psychic spiritual consultant. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas today. Uh, we're finally getting a nice little cold chill here. Tis the season. I do enjoy the heat 100%. I love being warm. I spent many, many years up in the northern part of the U.S. and now it's time for me to be warm, but I do appreciate this nice little cold chill that's kind of come through. Uh, I think a lot of other parts of the country uh, have experienced even more cold than we are here, but something about it is so ironically warm uh, because I think it really facilitates an energy of embrace, right? Allowing yourself to get closer to others, kind of stay cozied and cuddled up in your home, in your own little safe space. And it brings me to uh, quite a, an interesting energy that I keep feeling around everyone right now. Uh, some of you may know, if you do follow the transit of the planets, uh, that we did go through a new moon. And oftentimes what happens with people uh, during new moon moments, new moon phases, is that there feels to be almost like a little bit of a void. You know, the other luminary uh, planets, uh, you know, that kind of gives us light within our, our, our days uh, and obviously nighttime is not here. You know, you can't see it. It's dark. You don't know where it is. And the new moon is a beautiful time for being able to start creations. You know, this is a time to, to quote unquote, uh, bury and plant the seeds of any new ideas, anything that you want to be able to create or manifest. And that's exactly um, what should be happening right now. It's not too late for you to take your own time to write down, you know, a, a list of things that you want to manifest or create or invest into into your own life. I think what happens is that it, it becomes a little bit confused um, between the phases of the moon where you know, the full moon is when a lot of people think, oh, this could be the time to, you know, plant the seeds and start 
creating, you know, what I want to you. But in fact, if you look at the phases, look at the, the, the way in which the moon waxes and wanes, it is now during the new moon that you want to plant. So that way, what you invest into, what you plant, grows with the phase of the moon into its full sense of completion. And then when it's a full moon, that's when you're supposed to let go. That's when you're supposed to cut out the things that aren't working for you, disconnect you know, from what no longer serves you, and then feel the cycle again. Usually what I find personally is when I do something with an intention in the new moon, I see the waxing into the full moon, and then the waning back into the new moon. And it's when that cycle comes back all the way back around to the new moon, I can see the efforts of my fruition really take place from the previous new moon. So stick with it for at least one full cycle. If you're experimenting on doing things with planets um, and especially the moon, stick with it for one full cycle and see you know, if you're able to create whatever shift that you're intending to do. I think a lot of people right now feel this sort of listlessness um, and we've entered into Scorpio season. It is time to be able to get to the root, the heart of matters, you know, and to be able to dig deep in the things that you either have been hiding from yourself um, or that may be just unconsciously buried things that you may have suppressed or repressed that, Maybe you knew about it. Maybe you didn't. But this is such a great time uh, to be able to get into that. And what better way to do that than with a psychic reading? That is, honestly, it's something that I use as a tool, um, you know, for my own self. I, I dig into myself. I look into the things that are in the unconscious or subconscious and see, okay, are things working in my favor? Am I repressing something or ignoring something that I should be paying attention to? And a good reader is going to be able to help you in this realm and in this process. Uh, this is one of my favorite times to be able to connect and read for clients because, you know, it's Halloween. It's got that eerie, spooky vibe and, you know, whatever you practice uh, or whatever religion um, and whatever you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate at all, either way, this is a beautiful time because the earth is always in a bit of a, a transition phase uh, right around this time of year. And, you know, northern, southern hemisphere, it doesn't matter. There is change and transition happening on both sides. This is that moment where all of these kind of little magical moments really can take place. And a lot of breakthroughs happen here. I've been noticing that a lot lately with my own clients as well, that some really important deep-seated breakthroughs uh, have been able to come through for them. So definitely this is the time to be able to invest into that. If you want to be able to have a psychic reading with me, just go check out my website, thedreamteacher.com, uh, and we'll be able to set up something through there. You can create an appointment, um, you know, pick your own time that works for you, and uh, we'll be good and set to go. So you can check on uh, my website here, thedreamteacher.com. So I want to introduce my guest today. Uh, today we have intuitive tarot reader Nicole. Uh, she's been practicing and reading tarot for quite some time and now has been able to provide professional readings for others. So uh, let's bring on Nicole and get to know her a little bit better. Hey there, Nicole. Are you there? Hi. Hey, welcome. Hello. Thank you for being okay. here tonight. <laughs> Thank you for having me. 
My pleasure. So let's let everyone get to know a little bit about you, Nicole. So what is it that you do? Um, I do intuitive tarot reading. Um, I kind of get to know the person through the cards and through whatever else kind of comes in. And um, I, I do... A little bit more than that, but that's like my focus is is reading cards. Perfect. Um, so, how long <laughs> have you been doing this kind of work? Um, professionally, I've been reading cards for about three years, but I've been studying tarot uh, for about twenty years. Wow, that is a, a <laughs> long time to dedicate to a craft, right? That's a it's a right. good investment. Yeah, it is. It's um it for me it took quite a while. Um I think the reason that I didn't start um doing it professionally is I didn't really have the courage to because there was kind of like a, a stigma on it and there still kinda of is a little bit, but um I just I didn't know how other people were going to react with it and everybody that knew that I did it, they're like, oh, you need to start doing, like, this needs to be your thing. Like, you were born to do this. So <laughs> so I kind of, like, took their, their advice as I started doing it. <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you, now that you've been working in the field and, you know, maybe reflecting back on where you were all those years that you felt like you didn't have the courage. Do you feel like courage is something that you need to have in order to be able oh, to, to read for others? Yeah, and and I'm I'm still a little bit kind of nervous doing just the yeah your radio show because for some reason it just like through text and email or even in person like that. For some reason, I'm I'm more comfortable doing it that way than just like over the phone. Um, but definitely, I was one of those like sort of shy kids and and like never really spoke up for myself personally. So I feel like that like really sunk down the whole um, the whole like self-esteem and courage in order to actually do it. But I think if I was more self-confident. Um, that I would have just gone for it and I would have been doing it professionally a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, you definitely seem to have that kind of natural, almost like mothering energy of being able to <laughs> to connect with others, you know, and care for them and, and go out of your own way for them. And essentially, I think, <clears throat> you know, a, a good mother is, you know, is exactly that, but also stern and, and confident in her own self and what she's doing, right? Like you're not going to listen to a parent who is like wish, wishy-washy and, you know, is unsure of themselves. It's hard to listen to anybody who's that way. So you're absolutely right. right. I, I agree with you. There is a sense of confidence that has to go along with okay. what you're doing. And that's any profession, right? Like any profession, you know, you should be yeah. confident in your abilities and what you're doing. Even if, um, like, cause I, I also, I, I'm teaching a couple of girls. They're kind of my guinea pigs. Um, I'm teaching them how to read intuitively, and um, one of them kind of has um, a lack of confidence when it comes to what she's saying. But I, like, I have to keep telling her, "No, you're right," because you know she's either doing it on me or, or you know, practicing on on our other person in the group or whoever. And I'm like, "No, you have the right answer. You just." 
follow through. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that, like, she kind of holds herself back. And, like, I could see myself, like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a long while ago, like, that was me. So <laughs> just seeing how much I've grown from that to the, to how I am now, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. That's- that's one of the most amazing things I think about teaching is that you're able to see yourself or parts of yourself, you know, in students mm-hmm. and people that are learning from you. It's like a, it's a full circle kind of experience. And those I think really are uh, some of the most beautiful moments because you are forced to look at yourself as well, right? You're, you're forced to look at where you've been, what you do and, yeah, and where you're going. Yeah, there's a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when did you first know that you had these kind of abilities to be able to to connect with people? Um, well, in order to connect with people, that started from like when I was really young. Um, I just I kind of have that personality where I'll just like go up to someone and start talking to them. And um, I I remember when I was like really really little, um, we were waiting to pick my dad up at the airport. My dad was in the army and I just like ran up, uh, ran up to some guy in his um, uniform and I just started talking to him. And <laughs> my mom was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But like, I, I automatically have that connection like to people. Um, Cause you know, I consider myself an empath as far as I know, like I'm completely self-taught and everything. So I may have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> Um, but where it's just like I can pick up on people's energy and I'll just like I'll I'll start talking to them or um, like it's weird it's like I I feel like when when you're an empath kind of you tend to be like a walking bartender if that makes any sense Uh, so it's like people will just automatically talk to you about their problems and and you know you'll bounce things or you'll automatically know that there's something wrong or you know you'll you'll just have that instinct to talk to someone and, and like have them confide in you for no obvious reason, even though it's like you've only met them like two seconds ago or, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's hard for me to explain. I'm not sure if any, like a lot of people experience the same thing, but when it, when it comes to like picking up things that people wouldn't necessarily pick up on, like, when I was younger, the like the phone would ring before we had call ID, and I would know who's on the phone. Or even before it rang, I would know who was on the phone. Or um, <laughs> you and I were talking before about how um, I would be watching a TV show, like a brand new t- brand new TV show or a brand new movie, and it got to a point where people would stop watching shows or movies with me because I'll always know like, what's <laughs> going to happen, even if it's completely off the wall. Like it's like oh the main character he's the murderer and he, like his his wife is actually a ghost and they're like <laughs> this is the first episode and you basically just ended it <laughs> <laughs> just like weird things like that um, but just little things that seemed like they didn't really make sense until you start putting the like the you know the breadcrumb trail together and mm-hmm. realizing okay there might be something to this. <laughs> Absolutely. You're seeing the patterns, you're seeing things from a, an objective almost point of view where you're not having an attached bias. 
Um, and that, that's right. a really great place to kind of shift mm-hmm. into and a, a place that is necessary for this work. So right. you, were, you were able to see this or, or feel these things when you were younger. When did tarot get introduced into your life and like how did that affect the ways in which you connected? So when I was younger, uh, people, a lot of people won't have the same like draw to um, the way I did, but um, we actually, because my dad was in the army, uh, we lived in Germany, and this was when I was very young, like eight, nine, ten years old, and I started um, like like watching movies and fairy tales and like the Brothers Grimm and everything, and and like right, especially because there was a lot of like fairy stuff back then and like especially during like in the area that I lived and so first the draw was fairies and then that kind of put me into like watching movies and and getting more involved and and looking things up and I remember I was looking up something about King Arthur and ended up like accidentally stumbling upon um books about like divination and 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 magic and and paganism and stuff at such a young age and so I started reading that stuff and then I I I met this lady at a pawn shop who actually had like books and and tarot cards and stuff and so I initially I couldn't even buy my own tarot cards so I actually drew them on like (laughs) I drew my own tarot deck that's pretty cool I was really little and for me, when I first started, it was more of like I wanted, um, I wanted to kind of, I guess it was more of like working on my memorization, and and trying to learn what these, you know, each card meant and stuff, because I, I've always been like a sponge when it comes to like learning different things, but um, I just had such a fascination for it and. So then eventually, you know, I, I saved up and saved up, and I still didn't have enough. So this lady was like, you know what, your birthday is coming up. Here you go, happy birthday. And she gave me my first tarot deck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I, I gave that deck as a gift to my friend that I'm now teaching, and I gave it to her in high school. Like, I had already replaced that deck with a different deck, and I'm just like, here, you should do this too. But... Um, I guess it was um, a copy of a tarot deck that they specifically created for a James Bond movie. I guess hmm. that's, that's what it said when I looked it up because I was like, I've never seen this one other than the one that I had. So that was interesting. But <laughs> um, That's pretty cool. I think that's really creative. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> something that it really, you know, this work, it should be, it should be creative. It should be something of your own, um, really, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, creation, you know, you making your own Mm -hmm. deck, you being able to connect with it in a deeper way because it comes from you and you specifically are the sole, um, benefactor of what these symbols mean. Like you, you, you were, you were there to create those shapes or the colors or, you know, figures, Mm -hmm. whatever it was. So you understand it the best. And, I think that's such a great way to go, especially with something like tarot. I think that's probably why there's so many different kind of decks out there now. I mean, there's a, a deck for almost anything you can imagine. And I think creating it right. as a personal experience seems to be something that a lot of people are latching onto right now. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I've even, you know, I'm in the works of making my own deck right now. Um, there we go. Yeah, there's, like, programs you can use to, like, actually have, uh, like, websites and stuff that you can actually have your own deck printed. So I thought that was really cool to, like, have my own, like, personalized deck. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, one of our listeners here wanted to let you know that you're definitely um, not alone in going up to people and feeling, you know, letting them tell their deepest secrets and, you know, strangers just coming up to you. (laughs) So you're definitely not alone in that. So how now with the awareness of, you know, your own ability to connect with people and tarot, how have your abilities evolved over time? Um, well, one thing is that I can, like, focus and actually, like, kind of tune in. Um, it, it's definitely been, it's, it's definitely gotten deeper than just, you know, phone calls and TV shows. <laughs> um, right. There's, there's, um, you know, you can end up getting a very, like, emotional connection with people through this and, I tend to, again, I tend to stick with cards more than without because, um, you know, I I still kind of feel weird not using them, to be honest, because, again, 20 years of, like, using these, so it's kind of just, it's not even second nature, it's almost first nature, like, grab the card, Mm -hmm. you know, and it also, like, it helps with other people, like, when I do readings and stuff that they have something to actually look at to kind of understand where I'm, like, okay, well, this part of the card means this, and, and here's how it relates to you. So <laughs> it's kind of a way of, like, letting them into the my little world, you know. But um, I have my own designated space in, in the house, my, my office that... Um, I just kind of go in there and I focus and I've made it to where if I don't want any kind of information coming in, like I, I can set it up to where I can block that off. Um, Cause otherwise there's, there, there's just sometimes it, it gets too much, you know? Um, I did want to say real quick to anyone listening though, that um, if they have experiences like that, like the weird, like breadcrumbs, I used to kind of blow it off, but then I started, like, noticing it more. And if you're noticing it more, there's probably a reason. I just wanted to throw that out there because some people second-guess themselves way too much because I was like that. So elaborate <laughs> a little bit on, like, the whole breadcrumb thing. What what is What do you mean by that? So, okay, so it's like a trail. It's, like, little here, little there, and it doesn't seem like much, but when you start collecting it or, like, you'll find, you know, a little bit of confetti or something, but eventually you have a whole bag because there's just a little bit at a time, but if you keep selecting it and, like, you know, the little pieces of evidence here and there that there might be something going on that you're not paying attention to, but once you start picking up on it, that's when it really starts coming in, too. So it's like you could get a phone call or, like, know you're going to get a phone call before the phone call happens. You could, um, okay, for some reason, I, oh, oh, here's a for instance. Okay, so I, this happened on Friday, so I didn't get to tell you about it because we talked before Friday. 
Um, I haven't seen my friend Steve in seven years. And wow. I just had an urge to go to the Humane Society to go look at puppies, even though my boyfriend was like, we're not getting a puppy, we're not getting a puppy. I'm just like, <laughs> I have to go. Something is telling me we have to go to the Humane Society. And there he was. He had moved to California. I'm in Michigan. He's been gone for wow. seven years. I haven't heard from him. And I'm just like freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> weird things like that. If Like if you get enough of them, it's like there's a reason that you're getting those coming in. Gotcha. So you're saying to kind of follow those intuitive breadcrumbs, those little hunches or those feelings or even Mm -hmm. maybe visions or signs or something. What's Mm -hmm. the difference between let let's let's take it to the extremes here, just so, you know, listeners will know and they can help themselves sort it out. What's the difference between seeing like a sign and feeling these intuitive hunches versus like creating them or putting yourself in a state of like paranoia, thinking everything is a sign. What's the difference? Where's that balance? I feel like the follow through that the end result, I think, because if you're just paranoid and you're, and you're, you're thinking these things, if they, if it doesn't happen, then that could also cause like second guessing. But a lot of times it's just, for some reason you're being pulled that direction or for some reason you know that phone is going to ring and it does. Um, I guess I haven't really experienced paranoia to know. Um, I just know that when when these kinds of things happen to me, it's just, I, I can understand if it's like something I'm thinking or if it's just something that, that like clicks in my brain that I don't know where it came from. Like, Um, a thought or feeling that comes in and it's um, like something that really off the ball that you wouldn't think about. Um, I I can't think of any examples offhand. I think it's interesting. Like, and what I like to, to help people learn and understand is that it's very much a sort of passive process. Um, where you're actively open, right. right? But you passively receive the information. So it's like right, you're right. not really looking for it. You're 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 kind of just doing your own thing. You're focused on yourself, focused on your life, or whatever task at hand. And then there's all of a sudden some sense of a a diversion or something that just seems to stand out amidst the sea of quote unquote regularity. You know, business as usual as you go about right. your day, but something kind of sticks out and essentially it's that that moment that feeling um is yeah, like that little trail of breadcrumbs to you it's gonna stick out to you because you're it's like so off the wall that you would never have thought about it yeah so it's like you're not thinking about it like it, it's not something that's triggered by something else like you could be playing video games like this happened earlier today i was <laughs> i was playing minecraft and all of a sudden i'm just like I need to call my aunt and then here she is knocking on my door. <laughs> like, I love like, those moments. Right. It was, it was so strange. <laughs> like, I did want to backtrack real quick. Cause I kind of, I guess, sure. sorry, this, this one of my, my brain likes to go like at, in 12% direction sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you had asked me uh, how it is like grown, 
Uh, one way that it has grown, I've noticed, is that, like, there are sometimes people get visions or they hear things or they smell things on, on top of whatever else they're doing. And normally, I would just, it, it would just be instinct for me. I wouldn't get visions. I wouldn't hear anything. But there has been cases recently where I'm getting more of, like, pictures um, that'll pop in, which I find very strange. Or, like, I, I will have kind of um, like a sentence that seems to be kind of repeated, but like not vocally, but um, I don't know how to explain it. Like I was talking to a client that I had never met before, and she asked me, um, well, how does so-and-so feel about me? And I just, I started going off basically on everything with the cards, and then I told her for some reason, I keep getting the phrase lost in translation. And then um, after we had we were done with the session, um, I hadn't looked at any of the feedback or anything for a couple weeks. And then I noticed hers on there. Um, she had brought it up even, and she said that she never mentioned, but the person that she was referring to, English was not their first language. So that's why I kept getting that. Oh, I got goosebumps again. Ah. Always a good sign. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just I thought it was so weird and and like I I don't know why it comes in, but it does. Or um, someone one another client had asked me about um, how an event was going to happen or how her week was going to go, and I kept seeing um, like people dressed in like khakis and white shirts and the women were all in white dresses and I was like I don't know if this is like a white party or something I'm not sure if that's what it is I don't I've never been to one but that's what it looks like and she's like oh we're having um um with an engagement party and everyone is going to be wearing white and so I just thought that was so crazy because I had never had it come in before like that wow sorry I'm rambling now No, no, no. You're telling exactly, you know, about these experiences and why they're validating for you and how your own abilities are evolving. So let me ask you something, Nicole. Do you feel like this would have happened if you weren't so diligently focused on this part of yourself and in this spiritual realm? Do you think that would have happened? Or do you feel like through the regular practice and study that you've been able to kind of open up these parts of your own self to connect? Um, I, are you talking about personally or just in general? Because I feel yes, like it, it might be like a in. Okay, so personally, most likely it's because I am like so diligent about it, but I have been for a long time too. So it's strange that it starts popping up after after I, I do it so regularly. Um, but because I was doing them like after school and during lunch even in like high school middle school and um but I guess now it's it's like a huge focus versus just something I wanted to learn and study but then it could have it could very well have popped up anyways because um you know I I am practicing pagan I, I do study all of these things anyways um but that's just kind of my my go-to. It's always been the thing that I've tried to focus on and study, but now I'm just doing it 
like hardcore every day, almost all day. <laughs> That's a dedicated study. And I think it's proving a yes. pretty important point here is that, you know, psychic and intuition and, you know, all these other skills as, as, as a reader. Yes. You know, Mm-hmm. Some people have a stronger affinity to it than others. Some people may have a, a, a seemingly more natural and easier skill to be able to connect with others. But the point is, and what I, I, I try to get other people to realize, and you can agree or disagree with me on this, is that this can absolutely be learned, that we all inherently have the ability to be connected in a psychic way or intuitive way with others in the world around us. It's just how much you pay attention to it, how much you practice and how much you tune in that decides how much it will be frequent in your life. I, I both agree and disagree to a point because I feel like everyone has that connection a certain amount of, you know, ability naturally, but someone who, who doesn't have any kind of like, you know, connection at all, they can still learn like the basics of what the cards are and they can like when it comes to tarot readings or, or runes or, or, you know, tea leaf reading, they can study it and they can understand the meanings behind the symbols and the cards and everything, but there's, they won't be able to give, I guess, a, a deeper connection than if you were to actually be connected in that way, if that makes sense. Well, that's I don't true. Know. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> I, I guess there's, you, like, there's levels, I guess. <laughs> there are, honestly, and I, I hate to equate anything as far as levels just because I don't want anybody to get the impression that people hold, especially advisors and especially myself, you know, we're not holding ourselves above you or below you. Oh, no, It's definitely. not. It's not like that. It's just, it's, it's levels of awareness, really. And it's the, the sort of expansion of your own consciousness and how much it can process and right. take in. Think of your, your consciousness, the part of you that's awake right now, listening in or talking and interacting. Think of it as like a bandwidth uh, of, of like your internet connection. Sometimes you have a, a smaller bandwidth for information to come through. So maybe, you know, your computer goes a little bit slower when it's trying to load a, a web page or something. And then if you expand that bandwidth, you know, all of a sudden you can get information pouring into you. I think consciousness works a similar way in that however much you open it, however much you allow your awareness to shift allows how much information is able to come through. Consciousness is such a small part of the brain's awareness. You know, there's a lot going on unconsciously. And this is what we're, you know, kind of essentially tapping into that part of the, the, the self that is connected to everything, you know, that is energetic, that does hold on to memories and sensations and feelings and, you know, understands the intangible uh, nature of life and reality itself. So I think maybe, maybe you're right. You know, certain people don't have that quote unquote bandwidth to be able to let in all that information and even more so you have to still be able to communicate that information to give it relevance. I think that's the right. biggest part. And <clears throat> and people who who like are not connected, they can still do it really really well, you know, if they if they take the dedication and and they like 
they sit there and they study and study study. It's kind of like like learning English as a second language. That's what I just kind of felt like as you were talking. It's it's like um, the way that you um, interact with other people. It's how much you have like knowledge base of the actual language. It's um, like if you're from you know any English speaking country versus places that don't even have like the um the alphabet that works the same way or the sound um it also helps if you have i guess already had a connection with english speaking you know as you're growing up or some with the growing up thing would be more connected towards like if you already have like some kind of spiritual or or connection there but you can always you know, you could study a different language all your life, you know, and, and still you could either be really good or really, you know, not so good. It just depends on your dedication and, you know, outside factors or even inside factors. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, you could have things right there at home or in your family that just kind of have already brought you to it. I think this, you know, I would definitely agree with you that <clears throat> although everybody kind of has this connection, maybe not everybody is able to be able to be a reader, you know, and, and to be able to advise and, and, and communicate right. that intangible information to others. And that's a big point. I think, you know, a good advisor, you know, is a person who, yes, of course, does tap in in whatever which way that they do and that they've very clearly defined, whether it's tarot, whether it's intuition, whether it's psychic or medium or what have you defining that clearly, and then being able to follow through, communicate that information mm-hmm. appropriately yes, for the client to be able to understand. I was say that. The communication, I, um, the girls that I am I'm teaching how to read cards, I, I told one of them that um, a creating, creative writing class could even help with interpreting and, and connecting cards to situations. And I was trying to explain how, like, one card like one specific card that she were to pull out of the deck, doesn't matter which one it is, but if you ask like five different questions, 12 different questions, you could have different answers. And you have to be able to connect that card to the situation in order to get the outcome. And her, um, out of the two girls, one of them is really good at kind of like telling a story when it comes to it, but the other girl kind of chokes up. She understands like we have... The, the situation here and we have these cards and they mean this but her issue is kind of connecting it um, vocally so she, she's really good at typing it or writing it down but she doesn't have that, that like people connection I guess um, you have to be mm-hmm. able to talk to people absolutely I think um, you, you brought up a really good point I want to talk about this for just a moment about you know <laughs> for one of your students to do the creative writing class. And why I like this is because yeah. it's it's not like you're sitting here when you do a reading and making stuff up, but why it helps is because it helps you to get into that right flow state for information mm-hmm. to be able to channel through you. And so when you have that flow, when you know that rhythm, when you know that space, that's essentially what you're kind of opening up in yourself when you do connect with another person, when you connect with a client, somebody who's getting a reading. And I think it's, it's an equal part of understanding that part of yourself and then being able to relay that information back to reality, you know, things that 
that somebody sees as tangible results and efforts in their own life. So I definitely agree, mm-hmm. you know, that like creative writing can definitely help. And one of the best exercises for all of you that are listening in, um, one of the best exercises that I think you can do to help yourself, you know, get information if you're stuck in a moment is do a writing where you write as yourself and maybe you have a problem or issue that you want to address mm-hmm. and then write as if you're communicating with your own higher self. That kind of uh, uh, practice and, and situation will be able to generate some really cool information for yourself, stuff that you might not have even thought was relevant or maybe stuff that you kind of had a hunch on and all of a sudden it just kind of came through. And what you'll find is that as you write in both um, perspectives, your own consciousness starts to open up and you start creating this beautiful bridge between literally between higher self and the human self, the human mind. And it creates this amazing experience of channeling your own information. So if those of you that are out there that are trying to connect in your own ways and open up your own intuition, that is such a great exercise to be able to do. So I'm really glad that you brought that up, Nicole, about creative writing, because it is a a good Mm -hmm. way, you know, to help that flow state. Well, I have one that my mother actually taught me. Um, She said that when she was taking a college class, this is one of the many things that I remember from my mom. Um, She passed away in March. Um, That was another thing about um, intuition and stuff with with my mom but I won't I won't get into it too much right now but um, she said that she had in one of her English classes in college um, everyone was given a picture and then they had to write a story about what they thought was going on in the picture so like I kind of I brought that to the girls that I was teaching I'm like okay I want you to take you know whatever amount of cards and I want you to write a story about what's going on. Interesting. So what did they come up with? It, it hasn't been turned in yet, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but, cool. Um, I'd be interested yeah. to hear for sure. Yeah. I, I thought it was a very good, um, a, a very good exercise, especially if someone has issues connecting the, um, the cards to whatever situation is going on. It's like a way of like looking deeper into the cards and and kind of picking things out because another thing I I tell them is every time you were to look at those cards, you're going to find something new that you didn't notice. And every, every deck is different. They have those different little things hidden in it. And if you tend to like focus on something for some reason, like pay attention to it because there might be, you know, something going on, um, but it's just that way they can kind of break down the cards and and get more of a sense of what's going on there. Absolutely. It's, it really is a, a process that you get to actively partake in. You know, I think a lot of people have a preconceived notion that when we get messages, when we connect with others, that it's, everything is just like thrown at us. And sometimes it is, you know, when you, you allow yourself to be in that state, but really you should have some sense of active control on turning on and off, you know, the ability to intercept information like that. And so it is an active process, you know, that you do 
get to engage in. And so, you know, jump in, have fun with it, allow yourself to be creative. And there's so many different ways to do this, whether it is tarot, whether it is psychic, or I ran into uh, a reader uh, a few years ago who collected seashells and she used the seashells to be able to give readings to people and connect with their energy. I thought it was amazing, but it it points to the, the unique way in which you can create that channel for your own self. And it's based on, you know, what you feel is relevant for you and your life. So for those of you that are out there, you know, maybe you're coming out with your own thing, you know, be creative, you know, allow those kind of things to come through. I think you'll be surprised at how, how connected and detailed that you can get with it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, I have heard of people using like triggers or, um, like they they designate different cards for specific meanings, or especially people who get images when they get information. Um, like different images mean different things. Um, so that's that's really interesting. Um, like people have different colors assigned to different things, or different emotions connected to colors or images. So I I kind of understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and colors definitely carry, you know, a specific frequency of energy. Uh, I know when I'm tapping into people and I pick up on their energy, I'm essentially looking at their rate of vibration, how they're feeling. You know, are they vibrating quickly? Are they buzzing? Are they slow and low vibration? Are they feeling heavier? You know, <clears throat> are they stuck in a lower kind of energy vibration? And that that really helps a lot. And colors do that same thing you know they vibrate at different frequencies that's why we even have a color spectrum you know in which they're layered in the right. way that they are so <clears throat> i think that's a, a great way to do it too colors uh, can definitely help open that up so i want to switch our gears here a little bit and and focus uh, on the callers calling in and focus on readings uh, if you are listening in you want to call in and get a reading now is the chance to get okay. on the switchboard uh, call in three four seven three zero eight eight seven eight eight and you will be put into the queue if you press the number one i will know that you do want to talk and be put on air otherwise if you're just listening in you can just sit there and chill um so nicole for our listeners uh describe the the process that you take um when you do connect and you're you're about to give a reading is there a process a ritual a procedure that you partake in um to connect to the person coming in for a reading um well i i tend to um just kind of stick in my office and get myself kind of uh in in the vibe i guess you could say but really it's just i have to be in the zone um, I don't, I used to do rituals and like cleanse my cards every time, but, um, that was when I first started and I'm, I, I feel like it takes so much time in order to actually do that, that if I have people waiting, then, you know, <laughs> it just, it kind of gets to that point. Like I, I do cleanse my cards every once in a while, but I have specific decks that I just use to focus on. Um, like regular clients, frequent clients, like frequent use cards. Um, but really, I just I kind of just stick myself and and get in my my zone where I have all of my my divination tools and everything. And I, I guess it's an office. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, um, a corner of my living room that's kind of like barricaded off a little bit that I that I do there. Um, I don't know. I don't really have. I, I guess I I. It's an all day thing for me, so I guess it's just you know as soon as I wake up, I grab a cup of coffee and just kind of hang out in there and get in the zone, and then I call clients. (laughs) So when you and I were talking before, you had mentioned something about like doing some kind of like general reading first with a client. Oh, yeah. Um, So go ahead if you want to explain a little bit about that. So I, I kind of call it a personality test, but it's really not. I just, um, a lot of times I have people come in, it's their first time getting readings, and they're like, well, I don't know what to talk about or what to ask. So I'll just kind of do a general. And a lot of times it just tells me what's going on in their life, what they need to focus on, um, like any kind of personality traits that may need adjustments or focus to, like, bring out. Um, or or even sometimes it's, like, really prominent Um I had, what was it? For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, uh, maybe what was it like two days ago, I had someone that I did a reading for, and um, I kept getting cups, and and I was just like, there's a lot of cups in here, and and um, at first I asked her if she was a water sign, but then I could like hear in the background, I'm like, are you, are you like messing with the sink or something and she's like yeah she's like uh, doing this like juice cleanse thing and I'm like what <laughs> so we and I was like well maybe I don't know if that's the best thing because it keeps popping up like hey pay attention <laughs> I don't know. it was just it was weird I don't know it was just oh, a it weird sense, right? example but yeah, yeah I just like made the connection I'm like I don't know if that's what's going on but like that's a lot <laughs> And so what is, like, the moment that you kind of know that you're connected with somebody in situations like that? When when I tend to mention things when I'm doing readings, um, there's a lot of confirmation, like, oh, yes, this this happened, and, and um, uh, I'm, I'm really blanking right now. <laughs> I, still, I still can't get over, like, talking about, like, me and what I do, so... This is, like, strange for me, I guess. Um, (laughs) But I guess it's just, like, you know, telling them things that are going on with the cards and and just automatic confirmation or um, them not really giving so much information, like um, skeptics calling in or, or, you know, people kind of, like, pushing, trying trying to push. And so I'll just tell them, and they're just like, oh, where did you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most notable one is, so when I, um, right before I had actually, like, moved out on my own, my little brother had this friend, and he was, like, I swear to God, he was, like, seven feet tall, and he was, like, a big, like, lumberjack boy, and I was reading cards because I had set up like a little office space for me to practice my card readings and everything 
and he he was kind of you know being a, a tough guy and all this stuff and then um kind of like very skeptical but my brother's like no dude sit down <laughs> and I've never met this kid before and by the end I had him like in tears I can't remember exactly why I believe that there was mention of his grandma in the cards and so that was like a trigger for him so but just some somebody that I had never met before like having him like crying good tears good tears but um, it just, uh, I guess it's more of just talk, talking to them through the cards and, and like giving them information that they didn't think I was going to pick up on, but I did, or um, just, I guess, information that wasn't really revealed other than through the cards. Gotcha. Hang tight, everyone. We're about to get to your calls in just a moment. I just have one last question here for Nicole. Um, What is your ultimate goal in working with clients? What do you want them to walk away with from a session with you? So my, I, I love doing what I do. This is like something that I feel like I was really just in a sense, like acting like, born to do this. Like, I know that sounds cliche or, you know, very much overused, but I feel like I have been, like, pushed in a way to do this because everything was, like, completely upside down before I started actually doing this um, professionally, I guess. Um, It doesn't even feel like work to me, so I don't, like, really saying professional, but... (laughs) um, but just doing this knowing that by the end of the day, hopefully people can have a positive experience. Um, if they're skeptical, I'd hope that they, you know, at least give it a try. Um, but for anyone coming as a client, um, if they have, if they have problems, um, hopefully a way to um, figure out solutions to the, the situation or um, at least a better understanding of the situation so they can kind of, you know, maneuver around it. Um, But really just improving people, like, opinions or, or, you know, thought process when it comes to divination or psychics or tarot because there's still, you know, there's a big stigma about it. But also because people call or they come in, and and they just want answers a lot of the time. So I hope that I can help find answers. I guess that's, that's the best way I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a huge part of this work, right? It's like they're coming to you because they need to figure out something, whatever it is, you know, in their right. realm or world. They're like, hey, I need another, I need another set of eyes and, you know, another psychic eye yeah. uh, to be able to, to dig into really what's going on here. So yeah, absolutely makes sense. Do you have any kind of specialty, anything that you, you know, feel more skilled at or that you like doing in specific with clients? Um, I, a majority of the time I get love readings, um, a general just life questions or a lot of people come for um, like readings on jobs or education. Gotcha. 
So kind of anything really in general, you're able to really kind just of. hone I, your skills in, tune in, and tap in. Right. I guess I can't really say love, but like more of like uh, relationships in general because I get people that are asking about their kids or, or you know, I get a lot of um, issues with um, like domestic issues too. But uh, you and I talked about like stuff like that. We can t- we tend to kind of um, draw people in that have experienced things that we have. So like yes. similar situations, you tend to run with your with the same flock, I guess, is the way to put it. That's true. And it makes sense, you know, like attracts like. And it makes sense as far as, you know, the advisory capacity as well. If you've been through something, you're likely to attract, you know, those kind of people that you can help. Um, you know, what from what you have already been through and gone through. And especially if you've right. done it and, and be able to overcome whatever adversity it's thrown your way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good note for everyone out there. If you are going through some kind of adversity, you know, even if you're unsure of how you're going to get out or what's to come, just know that in the future, you going through it now, you may be helping someone, um, someone in the future okay. you haven't met yet, someone that you may indirectly help, um, so there's always a reason to be able to push through any toughness, any challenge in your life, and, and to be able to get to a good space because it helps not just you but other people as well. Beautiful. Yeah, so uh, I, I want to bring our attention to the switchboard here and start bringing on callers if you're, if you're ready to be able to connect. Um, what we'll do is I will bring on a call by area code. Um, I'll, I'll say your area code and bring you on air in the order in which you have called in. Um, so thank you again for being patient and being here, uh, waiting to get on. So <clears throat> everybody, let's just get grounded real quick. Everybody kind of ground our energy so that we can be here, be present, oh and be fully focused on what's going on. Sorry, so go ahead if you can. A gigantic truck drove by. <laughs> <laughs> perfect perfect time and we got all that out okay. of the way um, so everybody just kind of take a moment close your eyes if you can do so safely taking a nice deep breath in through the nose hold the breath briefly and exhale allow yourself to be here present in the moment and connected to core self Feeling nice and grounded. All right. So we're going to go to our first caller here. And that is going to be area code. uh, All right. Area code 646. 646, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hi, I'm Diana. I'm calling from New York. Hi, Diana. How can we help you today? Thank you for taking my call. Um, You're welcome. So my question is, um, I applied for veterinary medical school in Australia, and I just knew I was going to get in. Well, two days ago, I just got a notice that I did not get in. I wouldn't say I was devastated, but I was more in shock than anything. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I'm at a standstill. Like, um, should I really pursue veterinary medicine? Or, because right now I'm a massage therapist, but I do volunteer work with animals at the side. 
Um, yes. And so I don't want to do massage. I'm kind of bored with it now. Um, mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like, okay, where do we go from here? Because I do like to dabble in metaphysics. Um, so I'm like, I'm lost. <laughs> Help. <laughs> okay. So, so you're asking if, if, if that's um, the right path for you? Uh, yes. In general, uh, or? Yes, if that's the right path for me in general, yes. Okay. Because I'm, I'm automatically getting, like, the question of why not local? Or does it have to specifically be there? Um, It's easier to, believe it or not, it's easier to apply and to get in. Well, obviously, it doesn't seem easier now, but uh, (laughs) it did seem easier to get into Australia. It was an easier process versus Mm, um, in the U.S. Okay. Well, I mean, I automatically see that you are going to um, keep pursuing it, and I do see travel coming, so that's good. But I, I understand the exhaustion. I have, okay, so I have the seven of pentacles here, just like, oh, my gosh, this the work is never ending. Like, <laughs> it just keeps piling on, and there's more stuff to do, which I get. And and then, like, the, the question, so the way I kind of set it up, I have, like, the question and the solution is kind of in the middle. So it's interesting because the, the question is the Eight of Cups. It's showing, okay, drop everything and just walk off because I can't do anything else. But then the solution is the Six of Swords. Like, no, it's okay. You can keep going. You're fine. <laughs> it's like, you're going to get there. Don't give up. Um and then I have the, the seven of wands. It's like, you got this. You're fine. Um, I, I do see that there's also, um, like, more of a, a balance of, did you, okay. So you didn't, you definitely didn't pay for this out of pocket because I can see that there's a there's a balance when it comes to, like, having to repay money back or, or like, worried about um, investing into this for no reason. But I, I definitely see that it is going to be okay because I also have the, the Ace of Wands and the Sun. So Ace of Wands is all about, um, like, new opportunities coming to you. And the Sun is, like, um, positive outcome. Um, it's kind of like the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's like the, the achievement unlocked situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it actually, I have the, um, the Knight of Swords coming in, too. So it looks like it's actually going to be co- uh, pretty quickly. So you may not have the opportunity that you wanted right there, but have mm-hmm. you put in um, applications for more than just that place that you wanted? Because there's it's funny you either say a waiting that. list or... <laughs> no, it's funny you say that. It's because uh, I would say about two weeks ago, I got like a... I wouldn't say an advertisement. I don't know. I just came across it. It was a third school that I didn't apply for. And mm, okay. I just I would try at it. to apply there. Yes. And yeah. uh it it seemed even easier of a process. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's still paperwork. I, 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 I dread paperwork but you know, it's uh, you know, it's, it has to be done. So I, I am going to apply and it's the deadline's November thirtieth. So 
Um, I'm oh, definitely going to apply. Have a bit of time. Yes, I am going to apply for that one school. So that's going to be my that, last. Mm-hmm. But is that in the same location though? It's in the same. No? It's in the same country. Um, it's, okay. a, it's still in Australia. Yeah, Australia has three major universities for veterinary medicine. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, I, that's why I was wondering. I'm like, it is, but it isn't. Like, what's going on there? Okay. So I got it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. And and Just with keep that knife swords, yes, be diligent. And um, for some reason, it's like either is a lot of people trying to get in there because it seems like there's like a waiting list or there's a backup of applications or there's something. It's funny you say so. that. <laughs> Cause that's the feeling I got when I went to the, um, you know, they have like a, like a workshop seminar before you get into that mm-hmm. school to explain, you know, all the accommodations and everything. And to me, okay. it felt like, like it seemed like a lot of people were applying like specifically in yeah. Australia, and I'm like, what's going on? It's um, because they all have the same idea you do. No, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like when all of a sudden all the kids started going into college for computers or forensic science. Yeah, everyone I wanted or, or nursing because now there's mm-hmm. now there's like a seven year waiting list to be a be like a nurse. So, yeah. But doesn't God <laughs> see this? <laughs> You're supposed to align with the right time at the right, you know. As I need, I need to have I do, a conversation with God. I do want to say. <laughs> I do, I do want to say here in support of all of this, you know, Diane. When I'm looking at your energy, when I'm asking Spirit about what you need to be doing, what they mm-hmm, specifically mm-hmm. show me is that there is a, there's an element of you working on some thing or someone working with an energy that was once whole and is being eaten away or, or, or kind of chipped away. It's not in the right space. And to me, right away, that shows me that you're working on beings or energies or things that have to do with wounds, you know, where something or someone is not fully whole and you're creating that energy of wholesomeness with it. I when I'm tapping into you being in veterinary school, I am being shown that this is a specific key for you, something that does unlock a whole part of your your purpose and it is to be able to give that wound to wholeness kind of interaction if that makes sense like there is that that sense of healing like you being a natural healer I feel that you are going to when I'm tapped into you and I'm seeing like the work that you're doing I am seeing you being in different parts of the world and being able to offer your expertise your guidance to different places specifically. So I think you're absolutely on the right track with looking right. at school that is distant, but don't knock or, or, or take away from the opportunities that could be there locally for you as well. Because when I'm asking specifically about your path with schooling, I'm being shown that it is going to be a, a push. You are going to be challenged. You know, there is going to be some adversity and you are going to have to, to really dig into yourself and open up uh, yourself into this. And the reason why is because you're going to be put in situations that are going to be heart-wrenching and you have to be able to have that, that very, very clear definition and sense of self. Uh, for you, because you're going to be put in situations that are going to call and pull your heart. You know, it's going to kind of to rip you open. So you do have to have that little bit of, of detachment to be able to do your work. So 
it is going to be a challenge, but it all does seem to be pointing to something extremely important as far as your own purpose and being able to help yourself, you know, help yourself help others really is, is, is what it is. So I think, um, like, like Nicole had said, be open to other ideas, but definitely apply for that other school. Um, cause I think you will be working abroad at some point, but again, don't, don't negate any of the local opportunities that, that are there for yourself as well. Okay. Yeah, cause okay. For some reason that's what it came up as like, why not like where you're located first? Like you're, you're in, you're in the United States, right? So right. it doesn't yeah. have to be like down the road, but like maybe they, they need your help in like Texas or something or California or, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like it's local, local, but it's in your region. You know what I mean? But, right. it, but I, I do, I definitely, the cards are saying try to go for that third place that you, for some reason, didn't go for. But they were like, why didn't, why didn't you apply to that one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just, for me, I just thought, oh, there's only two. But I'm like, wait a second. Yes, I forgot about the third one. And it didn't dawn yeah. to me. Yeah. But I, I'm and, sorry. And I had it's a question. going to be very exhausting, too. Like, I, um, I do see that. The That's going to be a lot vet- of work. Oh, for veterinary school? Oh, just from the process you've already done, and then even, like, just the process of getting over there and, and getting to where you're established. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a long journey, but you're going to be able to reap the reward eventually. It's just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, like, mentally and sometimes physically exhausting. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. But I just wanted some clarification regarding um, the wounding. Um, can can you um, what I what do you so what do you essentially mean about what I'm being shown is that you're creating a sense of reparation for others. You're creating a space. Things will beings, people, entities, animals, whatever it is. This is part of right. your purpose is to, and I'm probably, I'm almost certain that this has been attracted to you in your own personal life where people come to you, they're in some sense of pain, they're in some sense of lacking, and you create a sense of wholeness in them. It is a healing oh. interaction. You understand? It. it is creating a space from something that was once solid, but they're coming to you in a space of not being full, not being solid. And when they leave you, you, you give what you can to create that space again for them. So this is a very much a healing interaction. And wait Got a minute, it. didn't you say you're a massage therapist or something, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Makes total sense. Yeah. So you've already been yeah. doing that and you're like, you're in a space where you're in your life. Like, okay, now I need to be doing something more like this isn't enough. And it's probably right. draining you too. Right. Um, very much so. Very, very much so. Yeah. But, um, I've learned how to have it not drain me anymore. Like more, now I'm That's gone good. to the point. It's not draining me. It's I'm bored. Ah, <laughs> can, can I gotcha. ask you something really quick? Um, sure. for some reason, when did when did you decide to uh, decide that this is what you wanted to do? Because it doesn't seem like this was like a, a like a lifelong dream of being a veterinary uh, no. veterinarian. Right, it wasn't. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It wasn't a, a long life dream. It was actually back, I think, in two thousand and twelve, two thousand eleven. Yeah, right. two thousand eleven. Okay, eleven, ten, something like that. 
Yeah, I went gotcha. to other countries and I did pre-vet medicine there and I wanted to test it out. I wanted to like do surgery. I wanted to be there with the doctors. I wanted to be there when they didn't have sutures, the, you know, um, when they didn't okay. have any, yeah, when it's pretty raw. So um, it, that was pretty, that was pretty, that experience was heartfelt. <laughs> yeah. The, so that I knew that kind I of to do makes that. sense that you've already kind of done that then if he was picking up on, on that too. Like right. it, with picking up on that in the sense like you've already been doing that. So yeah, that's cool. Right. But, awesome. Right. Well these are good so much, good validation. Good information. Time. Thank you. No, thank we're you, really you, glad to help. You. Thank you for calling in. Keep pushing through. Thank, thank you. you thank you for the support. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye bye. Have a good you too. Bye bye. Oh, that's that's the kind of thing lovely. I'm talking about is always like the validation, like without knowing the person, like that's one of the things that I love and that keeps me going. And like, cause sometimes you lose that confidence or at least me personally, sometimes I feel like, um, you know, I could have, I could have like a hundred people and they're like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then you have that one person with a tiny no. And you're like, oh, my life. well this is why i ask these questions you know to each guest that comes on like how they connect what are they doing because essentially if you are certain of like how the information comes in you and you inherently have a sense of confidence of what is coming through you know it's it's important to admit if you're ever wrong and if somebody's like, oh, no, that doesn't relate to me at all. But it's also important to know if you know that you are directly connected with a specific energy mm-hmm. and to be able to communicate that and to get the, the, the client and caller to understand it in the way that you're seeing it. For me, I'm at the point where it's like I have in the very beginning when I first started reading there was a moment of like, man, I am picking up on the weirdest stuff. Like, how am I going to tell this to a person without sounding crazy? And so exactly at some point you just have to like, let it go and remove your sense of ego and your own bias and not judge whatever is coming out. Don't critique the information, just let it flow out of you. And now I'm at this point where I just don't even question anymore. And what's really funny is sometimes with my clients, I'll sit there and I'll say, you know, my personal opinion and my brain, you know, Brandon brain is like, "Mm, this situation is going to be really tough, but spirit is sitting here and telling me, uh, no, 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 everything's going to actually work out. So, so I always tell clients, you know, the difference, if that ever were to happen, um, you know, if we're, if we're getting a little bit more personal in our conversation, um, and I can tell them like, oh, you know, this is what Brandon's brain thinks, but this is actually what spirit is showing us. So right. making that, yeah, eventually once you get important. to like that, that, um, relationship with, with clients that keep coming back and stuff, like I have right. quite a few people that, they have my, my personal cell phone number and we'll be texting like at, at nine ten o'clock at night, like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe this happened. And I'm just like, well, me personally, this is like how I would react. But then like, you probably shouldn't do that as, as like, you know, <laughs> as your tarot reader, my cards cannot tell you to do that, but I would. <laughs> right. So the validations are always yeah. good, but it's that confidence of knowing, you know, where the information is coming from and knowing that you're yeah. connected. And that's essentially important. So, and, and it feels like great. We were both connected to the same energy um, with, with Diane here. It was like, we were able to pick up on pretty much the exact same thing almost um, right. that there was that sense of adversity that she should keep applying that this does feel like the right, 
the right path for her. Yeah. And that's a good, another good thing is like uh, last time you and I were talking about the um, synchronicities. I hope I said that right. Where like I was going to go to my very first psychic fair and I had my girls with me and I was like, okay, we're all going to do a reading to see how it's going to go tomorrow. And we, all three of us, we had completely different decks and completely different cards, except for um, the very last card. Each one of us, we all had the same ending. But even though we had, we only pulled three each, but even though we had, you know, completely different cards other than the end result, that the whole reading was the same thing. It, was, it said that there was going to be chaos at the beginning and then a very long lull and then... Of coins. <laughs> like, Love that. Like Such a good validation. <laughs> right. And then it, it really did happen that way, too. But it's funny because, like, the abundance thing kind of came in a mul- multitude of ways. Um, they had raffle, t- uh, like, raffle tickets where you could win stuff. And we only bought 10 raffle tickets, and we ended up winning nine items. But one of them <laughs> are the, is the thing that we donated. So we're just like, no, let's. Let somebody else, but it, it was crazy. <laughs> it's craziness. That's cool. But I love those moments. <laughs> All right. I, I well, just, let's. I uh... love when things connect. It's absolutely that's that's what it's all about. Well, hopefully we can do that for our next caller here. We're going to bring on the next one. Um, that is going to be. Uh, again, thank you all for holding patiently. We'll try to get to as many as we can here. Um, Next caller is going to be 334, area code 334. You are live and on the air. Please tell us your name. Where are you calling from today? Hey, my name is Shakira, and I'm calling from Alabama. All right, Hi. you said Akira? Shakira. Shakira. Okay, thank you. How can we help you? Okay. Um, just whatever the angels. Um, a love or a funny message. I'm having a hard time hearing her. So she's just, I think she wants something like a little bit general, maybe like love or finance is what she seems to be interested in hearing about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, we don't really have a, a question. It's just seeing. Yeah, oh, not specific. Okay. So are you seeing someone right now or are you trying to go after an ex because the first card I pulled out was the three of swords so in the love department um, it looks like there's either someone that um, has has like wronged you in the past that you're interested in finding out about or you're trying to see whether or not there's something going on with a significant other right now I'm not with anybody and I don't want my ex and he's trying to come to me. Okay. So he he's trying to contact you then. He's trying to stick around. Her phone keeps cutting in and out on mine. I don't know if it's my connection or not. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not with okay, anybody. But, yeah, I'm not with anybody, but I do communicate with my ex. Okay. Um, so... I also I have the devil card here showing that there is going to be like um, a, a connection that is going to be like a kind of a continuing one there. So uh, if you're trying to 
kind of move past that in order to kind of open yourself up to, you know, whoever else might be coming in that might be a connection that you would have to consider severing um, because it, it seems like they have kind of, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say a reputation, but like people around you, they know this person. So if there's that connection there, then some people that are interested may not actually step up to the plate. I see that there's like kind of, it, it looks like two people that are kind of like standing back. Um, when it when it comes to love, and for you said for school, right? No, I was asking about no. love or finances. Okay, okay, I'm, okay. Because I have it in here that it looks like like there's a, a want to go back to school or something or or like um I yeah it looks like okay okay there it is so um <laughs> yeah it looks like there's there's definitely um going to be a path of like going like higher education or it even looks like um not maybe not necessarily like going to college but like a skill are you are you looking into like skill trades or something or or like specific classes yes ma'am once i get one thing out of the way first I will look okay. To that. Yes, ma'am. okay and then I do see finances. Um, you're going to be, it looks like um, there's going to be more so trying to work off paying for those classes. So it doesn't look like you're going to um, like be taking out student loans or anything or, or like getting substantial loans in order to pay it off. It looks like you're trying to self-finance this, which is interesting. And um, it, it's going to seem like a struggle at first, but it actually it looks like it benefits you a lot in the long run. And it looks like there's um, providing for children and a family. Um, mm-hmm. So in in the future, you'll be able to kind of have that either like a little nest egg or something like you're going to build up to that point where you're going to be comfortable. So finances are definitely good. Um and and it is saying that you should pursue that um that skill or those specific classes to kind of um get towards that goal of that job um but then there's also when it comes to love there there's two people kind of sitting off in the background because um there's this ex that's kind of prominent still yes ma'am I really want to tap in and jump in right here. This is the perfect place for me to connect. Um, I totally agree with the whole skill thing um, and being able to channel some energy into that. But Shakira, when I'm tapped into your energy, I am overwhelmed with a feeling that I want to address here. I feel exhausted. And I feel like the whole sense of myself is like missing. I feel like there's like, I just keep feeling like you lost like a part of yourself, and I, it's probably in direct relation to like this act or some past relationship where they might have even taken from you a whole part of yourself, an emotional part, a heart, a space, whatever it is. It just feels like this, this, this like little exhaustion because you haven't been able to show show up for yourself, or your energy has been pulled in so many different directions. I hear so I might be messing up too. Uh, uh, no, it's like <laughs> echoing and and robotic. But again, yeah, oh, no. messed up. 
Okay. Oh, man. All right. All right. How about, how about, is it a little bit better and better now? No. No, it's the same. Blah, and I really blah, want to hear blah. your message. Oh, but you know what? Now I can hear her better. <laughs> I really want to hear the message. Uh, oh, man. I, I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. It's like out of, out of my control, control completely. This is, this oh, wow. is all on the radio. Oh, no. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let. I'll let Nicole finish up for a second. second. And let me try to make sure I can one moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. Please don't bump me off. I want to get that message. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> He's just trying to fix his microphone. He's not going to cut you off. He's got something there. I can tell. He's, he's like, all right. All right. How about, how about that? Nope. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. All right, Blog Talk. You guys are not healing me. Oh, my <laughs> Well, at least now I don't feel bad that my laptop wasn't connecting and I had to use my phone. <laughs> you know, I might just have to call in on my phone. Um, just so I can finish what I'm saying here. So let me see if I can do that. Okay. It's not getting any better. Not at all. Um, no. Dang. All right. I mean, strange things happen when you talk about this stuff. So, I'm not, I'm not at all faced by it. (laughs) Right. And you know what? The ex has been calling ever since I connected with you. I've been beeping in. I've been ignoring the call. Yeah, it it's yeah, because that the double card and the three of swords, that is not a good sign. Like I was, I was telling him before that those two cards they tend to um, they they tend to come up in like negative relationship situations. So um, I I would think that in your better interest it would be to kind of like look for other opportunities more positive experiences when it comes to romance because this person like sometimes I you know I say they're they're a reason they're called exes you know like (laughs) you don't want to you don't want to keep going after the same guy unless like there's there's a really big reason but a lot Mm -hmm. of times it just it's I know it's difficult to walk away, but you will have such a better experience and and better opportunities coming up once you open yourself. Because if you're still, if I know you said you're you're not answering his calls, but the connection is still kind of there because eventually he's thinking in his head that you're going to answer. But okay, let's see you know, if it, this is there. Sorry to interrupt. Is that, yes, it sounds so much better. Oh, thank mm-hmm. goodness. Okay, Shakira, so sorry. <laughs> this is totally out of okay. my control. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, so mm-hmm. again, I'm feeling that total, you know, sense of like openness, way too vulnerable. It feels like, again, that lost sense of self. I keep being shown that this is the time, and I think you already know this, but let me just confirm it for you. It's not the time for relationships. You know that. You feel that. And it is the time to be investing into self. What Spirit keeps specifically showing me is you quite literally developing 
the relationship with yourself, tuning back into self. I don't know why, but I keep feeling a connection with mother, with mom. I keep feeling her energy being, I don't know, maybe the two of you have not got along well or something because I do feel a little bit of tension, but I also feel this deep understanding between one another and this need to share in space, to share in some kind of a connection um, for the two of you to be able to, I don't know, I just keep feeling the presence of your mom, like all around you right now. Um, I think one of the most important Mm -hmm. things is that it is that sense of where you come from, that sense of belonging, that, that inherent acceptance unconditionally that really needs to be felt right now and generated between Mm -hmm. uh, the two of you. So I think focusing here is going to be important because essentially what it's doing is reestablishing the relationship with self. It's almost like there's been this void that you have felt for a while and you thought that being in a relationship would be able to fulfill it and it didn't, it somehow made it worse. And essentially what Mm -hmm. has been missing was that, connection, reliability, and faith in your own self and the way that you see the world and believing, you know, that, hey, I matter and and important just as much as I make everyone else important. Because I feel like in your past relationship or relationships, plural, that you were able to put so much love, attention, focus on the partner and the other person, but they didn't give it back to you in the same way that you gave it to them, right? Does that make sense? That's true. And it's like you've been feeding them this whole time and they're not giving back to you. And this is definitely your sign that's like, hey, okay, now it's time to give all the stuff that you gave to those partners back to you. Literally treat yourself to those those things that you gave to others. You know, give bring yourself flowers, you know, make your own self dinner and, and do it some in some way that's nice and special. It's about cultivating that relationship with self that's eventually going to spill over into every part of your life, love, finance, Mm -hmm. work, skill, whatever it is, it literally spills over into every aspect. And so that's why I think you're having difficulties in more than one aspect of your life is because that self isn't fully grounded and anchored and rooted. And so getting to that space is the, that should be the goal. That should be the objective, Um, you know, kind of self-serving, not selfish, but self-serving, right? You know, things that work for you, right. things that kind of get and into... And it's okay to be a little bit selfish, too. <clears throat> to, a, to, to a point, right? You know, not through a sense of ego. Right, just but a little bit. it's important to know, like, what makes me feel good? How do, how do I, right. you know, go into this space? So I think once that becomes solidified, this is when every mm-hmm. other aspect of your life literally just makes sense. Like I can even see it. I can see it in my mind. The moment that it happens, you like have this, this weird, like I, I see you crying and I see you laughing because you're like, Oh wow. You know, these people were right. Like, I can't believe that it was something so simple. And I see you laughing. Like you're like, man, I didn't realize that it would be this easy. And it's like this sense of, I don't know. It's like this, it's this, it has nothing to do with like being cynical or, you know, like making a joke of it, but it's more of like, like a, a, a laugh of relief. 
you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's a release of pressure. And all of a sudden I feel you releasing all of this pressure and this weight off of your shoulders, because I don't know if you have noticed, but people have been piling this onto you for years. They have been putting all of their energy, their stress onto you for years and years and years. And you hang on to it because essentially that's what you were taught that love is, is like bearing all of these burdens, but that's not, the case and it doesn't work for you because it's keeping you stuck and it's keeping you stagnant and you're in this difficult again kind of like lost empty space where you don't even have your own roots anymore this is the time to be able to start digging those roots in it's a slow process but once you literally accept it acknowledge it and and let it become you know the the focal point of your life that sense of acceptance just like washes in and literally it, it, it seriously is like a whole weight is lifted off your shoulders. And I, I can near guarantee you that every aspect of your life starts converging together because right now they feel like they're all splitting apart and they're pulling you in different directions. Like I think of, um, you know, a, a bunch of, <laughs> I don't know why I'm being shown in this way, but I'm being shown a bunch of little kids pulling each limb of your body so that you're being stretched in so many different two, directions. I have two little children your five and six. And then I'm I'm waiting to move next month, so I do I have a lot going on, and then I'm relying on the ex, that relationship was toxic, but you know his help helped me move, so it is a lot going on. It feels time. like a lot, and I feel like literally once you get into the space of like you know what I'm gonna make sure I do what works for me, that this all starts to alleviate. And again, all the pieces, instead of feeling like they're pulling you apart, they all come together and converge together. And that's that moment that you're going to be like, wow, okay, now everything makes sense. Now I feel like I can go on to the next thing. And the one thing that I want to address real quick, because you're not the only person with this concern, you know, when you do have children, there is a sense of, I need to take care of my children. You know, I got to put them first, but, and of course you absolutely should, you know, and, and take care of your children a hundred percent. But I think an important message to be able to send to children is that, hey, I have to take care of me as well. And when children see that, mm-hmm. they learn that inherently. They learn, oh, you know, my parent, they take care of themselves. I've seen them do it. So I need to do the same thing for me as well. I think I think when we're raised, you know, we often take on those patterns of our parents or we we detest them and we take on the exact opposite you know of what they did so when there is you know genuine love acceptance appreciation uh, facilitated in those parent-to-child relationships they tend to take on more of what's going on um, and repeat those patterns and so when you show them those good patterns then you know it it sinks into them as well i got to take care of me too and essentially, I think that's what everyone needs in this lifetime is like, we, we can't do codependent relationships anymore because they're killing us. They're hurting us. They're destroying our hearts. They're destroying our emotions. And they need to be more complementary. And so I think teaching us, teaching our kids and our kin and next generations that, hey, we have to take care of ourselves first is always a good example to set. Not saying that you feed yourself before you feed your kids, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. I wanted to ask you one question. I I spoke with you maybe a month ago, and I guess everything has changed because of how I'm feeling or whatever, but I know you had told me that you did see love in December or meeting someone in December, but with everything that's been going on, has that changed that me meeting someone or being able to meet someone? Let me tap in here. 
Okay. It all feels directly connected to where you are right now. I still feel that happening. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling when I'm tapped in right now, keeping any past readings out of my mind, um, I'm being shown specifically near the end of December, like the end of the year, but it all feels like mm-hmm. it's related to where you are right now. And what we've talked about today is getting that, that sense of self coming together, like all at once. Yeah. And when that happens again, like I was saying, it spills over into every aspect. So it still feels like whatever was connected with in that past mm-hmm. reading, it does still feel relevant because when I'm tapped in now and still shown that same energy, but Again, it all seems to detail where things are right now and, and, and what we've talked about today. So I think you're absolutely still mm-hmm. on the right path. I still feel like that's going to come about. Um, but again, putting yourself first uh, is that main focus. You don't want to attract somebody, um, you know, in that December time frame without having that solid sense of self. Because you're needing the complementary relationship and not the codependent mm-hmm. one. I'm, right. I wanted to also tell you, you was right about my mom. Um as far as like she has she she wasn't there for me growing up. She allowed some things to happen to me in my life, um, with you. But I you know, as I got older I had um found out that she was also abused as a child. So that's where the understanding comes from that she's talking about. Yeah. But it's still yeah. a void because we don't have that connection. Even though I always wanted it, but it's it's just not there. No. It I think it's all when there's something so interesting that happens with families is when we start to address the things within ourselves, it starts to mm-hmm. hit all of the generations before us and in front of us too, you know, in the future, you create like a ripple in, in, in time where if you believe and understand that souls kind of travel together and we do have like a sense of soul family, we, if you believe in reincarnation, you know, we kind of reincarnate around the same people or have ties um, in some soul bound way. It literally creates Mm -hmm. this ripple that affects us through lineages. And that's why you may see um, a lot of spiritual people out there saying, you know, when you heal your wounds, you heal your, your ancestors and you work with those, those people that have, that have come before you it's that same effect. And I feel like when you work on this, you're going to be creating a sense of healing for your own mother as well. Even though she may be um, pretty stuck in some certain patterns, I really feel like you're going to be able to make uh, an impact. And again, it really starts with you. Let me tell you something. Spirit showed me this a while ago and it comes up all the time. The relationship we have with ourselves directly reflects the relationship we hold with others. It's like this internal versus external. When we do the internal, it reverberates outside of us everywhere. And again, it's like all of these pieces for you have been all pointing to like creating and defining that relationship with self. And it it literally connects to every facet. I'm telling you, you're going to call back in on a show when this moment happens. You're going to be like, Branton, I can't believe it. Like literally every aspect of my life is like coming together. (laughs) I'm grateful. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. And this new lady, I forgot her name. Thank you, Nicole. Nicole. Both of you guys. Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome, Shakira. I'm glad to talk with you again. Thank you for calling in. All right. If she does call in, you have to let me know. (laughs) <laughs> okay. We'll do. 
All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I Sometimes, you know, doing these shows so often with coming through so many callers, I don't specifically remember um, people's names or situations or what I've read with before, but I remember the energy. Like, I can remember the energy clearly. And so as soon as I felt her, I'm like, oh, this feels... Um, this feels similar to, to something I've connected with before. And then when she said that I call, you know, I, I gave her some prediction. Um, it was like all of that like came flooding back and I could sense all of that energy and nothing had changed based on like what I felt before and what I felt now, but it's, it's like more pieces to the puzzle were added. You know what I mean? And it seems like right. when when you do come with, with repeat connections, which I absolutely love, and like you were saying, that you like to, to have those moments yeah. with, it offers it offers you to check in at different moments and see where energy is and what's moved and what hasn't and, you know, what still needs to be done. And sometimes, right. you know, what I you learn, oh, they're great. They're awesome. I, I love yeah. it because it helps Even you if- to see the stages of growth and development. Right. And even if I have just like a client that pops in for five minutes and I never get another, you know, session with them, I'll still email them and be like, hey, just want to check in, see how things are going. I haven't heard from you, so I don't know, like, it, you know, it's like, I feel like, I feel like I, I, I want to know, like, how things are going. Like, I don't, I don't, I guess it's because I, I just, I want to help people so much. That I'm just like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> Aw, <laughs> love that. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of people don't realize. Um, I told I told one of my regular um clients, and, and now she's like just she's a really good friend. Like we were up texting like late at night and stuff. <clears throat> but I told her like, hey, I can't remember like at, after like five minutes of of you know after we have the session, I'll be like, what did I say again? Because, like, I get in that zone, and it's the only way that I can, like, keep all of it, like, just out of, like, my head constantly. Because I can't it – is, it is very hard to remember, like, every single reading. But if I constantly kept connection with all of these people that I have readings with, then, like, I would be a mess all the time. <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to like do anything without like making sure that they're okay or, hey, how did this end up? Like, and it's just it's it's really weird. Like, oh, hey, I can't remember what I said last time, but was it related to this? Because this is what I have now. And and she's like, oh yeah, 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 it does. And just she's like, I understand. I write things down when when you and I have sessions because I don't expect you to remember any of this. <laughs> yeah. You got to sometimes taking notes. It can be really important because things can come in so quickly. All right. Yeah. I, we have time for one more call because we're going to get cut off here in just a few moments. Um, oh man, it cut you off. Yeah, it did the la- one of the last shows. It, it cut us off 15 minutes after because we're, we're currently on the off air. Um, we're not on air anymore live, but we are on archive. Um, oh. So, Real quick, before we get cut off, Nicole, why don't you tell people where they can find you if they want to be able to get in touch with you? Okay, so I um, I have a website, persephonescharm.com, where you can um, contact me or schedule readings. Um, I also have a blog that I need to be like better at 
blogging on. Um, <laughs> um, but it's it's very new still. I only made it in like April. So I think April 1st, April Fool's Day was the first day that it was hmm. on like live. But it's com, And then I also have um, I have a Facebook page that's Persephone's Charm. And there's actually like two different ones, I think, but mine has um, the picture of me with my bright red hair, so it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, make sure you get in touch with Nicole if you do want to uh, book a private reading or connect more with her and see you know, how she can help you here. Uh, so we're going to take one more call. Uh, I'm really feeling – okay, so I'm feeling really – something interesting and I, I might want to try this but I just don't know if we have enough time to go through all this shenanigans Uh-oh. I'm just feeling somebody who is in the switchboard and I feel them having a connection with some male in their life that was from their childhood and they like all of a sudden like rode in in this kind of like fantasy like connection and it seems so dreamy and it seems so interesting I don't know who that is but if you feel like this is you press one on your phone um and i'll see if if uh you you move on the switchboard here i don't know why but i'm just feeling this energy coming through the switchboard like really really strong like somebody who needs to know about a guy oh oh maybe (laughs) if it's not them maybe you're like Picking up, maybe he's going to perform soon. That'd be nice. I'd like to know that answer, but I never, I never do readings for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just go to our next one here. This is this is a little difficult, but let's just go to our next one. We're going to go to um, again. Thank you all for holding. If we didn't get to you, come in onto the next show. I'm so sorry. We're going to go to area code seven seven zero seven seven zero. You are live and on the air. Please tell us your name. Where are you calling from today? Hi, my name is Maddie. I'm calling from Atlanta. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. How can we help you today? Hi. I don't have a specific question, just whatever you pick up. Whatever right. energy. Yes? All right. Let me, let me shuffle a little bit. I, I tend to, like, shuffle quite a bit. <laughs> but, okay. I'm getting a lot of water in this already. Um, Okay, so I see a lot of struggle going on. You're carrying everything by yourself right now. So it looks like either someone kind of dropped the ball all of a sudden or there was a shift in, in like, um, just the dynamic at home or, or you had to take on the responsibility of somebody else, like, all of a sudden. And then I also have um, concerns with with children and and, and family, like, but it, it's like an emotional concern, not like a money concern. So that's interesting. Hmm. I, I also see that there's like there's that whatever it is, there's that goal in mind. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you expecting a, a proposal or a wedding? Is that what it is? 
<laughs> Am I a proposal of a wedding? Um, yeah. No, I don't. Really, I don't really have a significant other in my life. Okay. Okay. So unless that be a, um, unless I should be getting ready for it, I would love to get ready for it. <laughs> well, so I, I have, I have the the four of wands that popped up when I was trying to figure out what that goal was. So that's like stability at home, or a lot of times it can mean proposals or weddings or or buying a house. But for some reason, I, I'm being pulled more towards the family dynamic there when it comes to like supporting kids and and like just I don't know if there's like a, a shift in like the way that they're being raised or or something. But that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, and again, okay, so I have. I, I do I have a very um a drastic shift. I have I have the tower leading into death and the the ace of wands. So have you had like a significant change in like the household or family dynamic going on? Like a huge responsibility has been put on your shoulders just all of a sudden, it looks like. Um no responsibility has been on my shoulders of uh sorry family, um, taking care of family. Um, only oh. change only thing that changed is that um I I bought a new car. That's the only change that has been in my life so far. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it's just that, that worry, like you're you're worried about it like getting help or, or some because the the kind of um the Ten of Wands is it's all about like having things just a lot of um heavy burden or just having to carry everything on your own, but it's also a card that signifies like it's okay to ask for help. Um and then I have the the six of cups which reflects children and family and that that nine of cups is again that like achievement wanting to like raise up that level. Um so I'm I'm trying to Focus more. <laughs> so sometimes let me see if I can. Let me see if I can jump in here real quick. Um, so Maddie, I keep feeling like I'm picking up on all the same energy here as as Nicole and what she's revealing here with Tarot. What I'm specifically seeing, and let me see if I can reword it how I see it, is that I feel like there's going to be a change in this the the structure or the dynamics of what's going on in like your home life, your family life. What Spirit keeps showing me is that there are friends, close people, acquaintances, and maybe this is your family. The 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 dynamics of these connections are going to be shifting. And I feel you becoming into a more direct, grounded position. What I keep being shown, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Maddie, but I keep feeling you tapping into your own intuition more lately. I keep feeling you either having strange dreams or like weird moments of like synchronized connection. Maybe you're seeing numbers or or certain symbols a lot, but it feels like your intuition is coming out a lot lately. Is that true? That's very true. It feels Uh, like... Go ahead. Yes. Yes. My dreams have been feel like... um, I've been noticing my dreams. Yes, they've been like, wow, why am I dreaming about three? Uh, uh, like the other night, 
I woke up and I'd say, wow, that was a dream about, uh, like, it was written out in letters, third, C-H-I-R-D-S-T-H-R-E. And I was like, wow. And in my dream, I was like, that's that R, like the ripples. And But I could I couldn't make sense of it. It's like, what did that third and three meant? Yeah, my dreams, and I need to, I keep forgetting to buy a pad so I can keep my dreams written because they have been giving me and numbers. Uh, yeah, my dreams. Yes, my tu- my intuition has been uh, awesome. Much good validation much- here. So what I'd like to point out in, in in this connection is that when I I talk to you about things being restructured um, and and being more grounded, so the number three actually represents. Um, you know, like a trinity, like the triangle, right? And the triangle is actually one of the most solid shapes. It is the strongest shape um, that can hold any kind of weight or pressure. It stays solid. It is structured. I mean, look at the the pyramids. You know, they've got multiple triangles yeah. that keep that thing together. And what I keep being shown is that you're, <laughs> this may sound crazy, but it's like you're becoming like the matriarchy of the family. And like you're, turning into the, the one that becomes the glue that holds everyone together, if that makes sense. You're starting to make note of these new perceptions of receiving information, and they're going to become more frequent and more solid. And that's because you are the one that really is able to hold everyone together. The dynamics of the family, the friends, the connection, whatever network that you associate yourself in, are shifting and changing. And that's what I feel is the, the change that's coming up. And I was connected with that same feeling that, that Nicole was as well of like things kind of breaking down or changing, losing shape. Um, I think you, she said, you said that you pulled like the tower and like death, right? The tower, the death card and the ace of wands. So that shows, um, (laughs) excuse me, a very drastic shift. and And a lot of times it can be very quickly. Um, so it's going to be a huge change. It could be all at once, and then it'll be kind of like a renewal. Like it may seem kind of weird, or or um, sometimes it can seem negative at first. It's just you're not used to it, but then you're going into that death card. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, sorry. <clears throat> but the death card is, is showing, like, positivity coming out of what may seem like a negative or strange situation going into the Ace of Wands where it's like um, new opportunities and new new creativity and ideas and and just um, like a burst of energy and like a, a huge shift. But yeah, yeah I, I feel see that like she's taking care of a lot of people in this situation. I feel that transformation, yes. I don't know about taking care of... A lot of people, well, I have been thinking about getting back into um, the skincare cosmetologist mm-hmm. and statisticness. That would be taking care of people. That has been on my mind here recently. But, uh, yes, but as far as uh, transformation, a new life, uh, yes, I and I'm so ready for that change. It's, I, I feel it's definitely coming. I think the people that you see around you are going to change. I think you're going to see yourself in new patterns as well. I think there's going to be more supportive people that end up around you instead of people that take. Um, it feels like 
I don't know why, but I feel like as soon as you allow yourself to sink into this quote unquote new position, which is, I just see this vision of you holding a vision of yourself that is like intuitive and goddess and, you know, has anything that she could need. And I see you assimilating your human self with this vision of yourself. And what Spirit keeps showing me is that as you accept it, it starts to flow more and more into your life. And there's people that support this sense of self that's overcoming you, that's starting to like give you this transformation. So really all you need to do, Maddie, is just be in a state of acceptance. Um, you know, be in that, that sense of vulnerability and, and, and be open to like what's happening. Don't try to like force or guide, just allow it to, to flow as it does. And I think that as you allow that to happen, it'll just, it'll be easy. And kind of similar to like the past caller, when that state of acceptance does happen, it's like everything else around you starts to shift. So there is like that similar energy um, of, you know, getting in that same space. Um, So yeah, I I think you're, I think you're good. Keep taking note of those, those dreams. Um, Number three is going to be really good uh, uh, for you. Any kind of triangle that you can like wear or decorate uh, soon. I think that will be a, a benefit for you as well. And I don't know why I just keep seeing um, gold around you as well. Um, maybe if there's little pieces or colors of gold that you can like wear or just be, have that color around you, I think that's going to like amplify your energy in a really solid way where people just, they become receptive to you in this kind of transformative process. It like, it starts reverberating outside of self and meaning you're going to be able to see it in, in others and their reactions to you as well. So keep that in mind okay. and definitely get that dream journal. Um, that that's going to yes. hold a lot of good insight for you too in the future. So you you actually mean to wear it would be better it would be for my benefit to wear gold. If you can you like say, surround yourself with gold, whether I mean if it's like literal gold metal or just even the gold color, um, it, it's going to be really good at amplifying your own energy right now. Uh, so any kind of gold that you can put yourself around, that's going to be beneficial. Yeah. The reason I ask because my I have a gold couch. Or, um, ah, interesting. <laughs> well, that's perfect. I mean, that's that's like a perfect space for you to chill out and and, and kind of be. Yeah. Um, it feels right. So surrounding yourself with that color, it's just I think that's going to be important. So it makes sense that you have that that couch that's there because your intuition is already like, oh yeah, I knew I needed this. <laughs> it amplifies my energy. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I love. Gold. Yes. Thank awesome. you. You're welcome, Maddie. Well, good luck. Enjoy this process. It really That's, is going to be a beautiful it, time it, for you. Right. I would go back and listen to the archive. Awesome. And, Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you, right, guys. Maddie, have a good night. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, well, we did them all. Yay. Unfortunately, we lost Nicole. She dropped from the show. Oh, no. Um, so if you want to get in touch with her, you can visit her website here. Click on the link. Um, that is Persephone, Perse- Persephone. Sorry, I keep thinking it's Persephone. Persephone's Charm. Um, Dot com. If you want to get in touch with me, Brandon Hauser, the Dream Teacher, um, you can reach me at thedreamteacher.com. Nicole, if you're listening in, thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for connecting and, and, and uh, sharing yourself and giving readings. It was beautiful to have you on. Um, 
And for those of you, all listeners, past, present, and future listeners, those in the future that are listening to the show, thank you for being here. I very much appreciate you. Be sure to tune into the next show if you're calling in or you want to get a free reading or just to listen in. You can download on the archives. We are now on iTunes podcast and Google podcast. Uh, so you can download them, save and subscribe here on BTR. If you want to be able to stay up to date on show information, I'm so sorry that there has been some technical difficulties with blog talk radio. It is completely out of my control and I'm doing everything I can uh, to get this fixed so that there are no issues in the future, but I appreciate all your patience here, everyone uh, for being here and, and staying tuned in. So thank you for being with me, everyone. I'll, I'll talk with you in the next show. Be well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.